Welcome back to 30 Days of Beyond the Grid. Now, there have been nine Formula One drivers from Finland. Admittedly, one of them only entered two races and failed to qualify for both of them, so I'll let you decide whether he counts. But we're going to dedicate day nine to a Finnish race winner nonetheless. Keke Rosberg, Mika Hakkinen and Kimi Raikkonen are the most famous Finnish racing exports, having won four world titles between them. And the only other Finns to have won a Grand Prix are Valtteri Bottas and Heikki Kovalainen. And they have something else in common as well, having both been teammates with Lewis Hamilton. And today's clip is with Heikki, who told me he just couldn't compete with Lewis when he won his first world title with McLaren back in 2008. I had a great two years with Lewis as a teammate. We've never had uh, uh, any big problems with us. And perhaps one reason that we've always gotten on very well is I'd, I'd never really challenged him like seriously enough perhaps uh, he'd never got enough of a challenge that you know he needed to stretch but uh, in fact uh, I felt the both years there it was hard for me he was just that tiny bit faster all the time and I had to stretch every session <laughs> it was um, straight from the winter test I had to stretch to match him or be ahead of him like an average lap wasn't good enough and uh, when you've done that for a year and a half I kind of run out of energy and uh the second half of the second year in 2009 in McLaren, it's fair to say that I, I drove below my own ability even. Rather than focusing on my own race and my own results and, and, and trying to get close to Lewis, you know, I started to overdrive and, and getting frustrated. And in fact, the gap just got bigger and, and did some mistakes. And, but I think the reason why that happened during that second half of 2009 was because I, I had to stretch all the time and when you're stretching for, for too long time, you run into a wall at some point. And, and I think that's what happened. Uh, I think it's just his pace was just a tiny bit quicker consistently. Um, I don't have any trouble admitting it. You know, he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest. I'm glad I went against him. But at that point of my career, it was also quite detrimental for my career. Uh, I had a bit of momentum, but I wasn't able to keep the momentum going uh, with Lewis as my teammate. Is Lewis the kind of guy who has to be fastest in every session? Yeah, I think he is. And I think that's one of the reasons <laughs> why he is so great. Um, he's got unbelievable fighting spirit in, in himself. Um, you know, we had some, um, you know, some funny things sometimes we did. And I mean, he, he took even like a small bets very seriously. For example, at Spa, I think in 2009, we were at Spa and the first practice was just about to start. And I think Lewis came to me and said that... Uh, would you like to do a bet uh, just on the outlap that uh, who goes faster through a, a rouge straight out of the box? Uh, and because those days it wasn't easy flat out uh, straight out of the box on Friday morning. And I said, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And I mean, he just went with the right leg straight and he went flat out the first lap and I had a tiny lift and I lost the bet. But uh, that, that was kind of thing that he, I, I kind of knew that that's a lost money for me. I was never going to win that. So... Yeah, he's he's got unbelievable fighting spirit. That is fantastic. Did you have lots of bets? Is he quite like that? Or was it just that one occasion? Uh, not 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 a lot of bets, but I remember that engineers found out that afterwards and they were like, my engineer was like, what are you doing? You know, it's not like <laughs> risking everything, you know, Friday morning. And, and uh, I mean, I was lifting and he wasn't. So I was like, he's risking it, risking more. <laughs> now let's talk about your day of days, that victory in Hungary, 2008. 
into his final few corners then for Heike Kovalainen. This extraordinary Hungara ring circuit delivers up its seventh different winner in seven years. Heike Kovalainen wins the Hungarian Grand Prix, his first ever Grand Prix victory. I'm sure there'll be plenty more, but what an extraordinary Grand Prix. Can you just describe what it was like to win the race and why did it feel, or if it did, why did it feel different to winning a race in any other category? Yeah, I mean, it was, first of all, a race that I probably um, shouldn't have won. Um, I think uh, probably a podium, a third, would have been the result that my performance that day deserved. Uh, I think Massa was going to win the race, uh, Louis was going to finish second, and I was going to finish third. It looked like that. But all, I remember all weekend, Louis had more front tire wear. He was, he was harder on his front tire for some reason that, that weekend. And in fact, he was on a different strategy. He was on a three-stop strategy and I was on a two-stop strategy. And uh, and he still wore his left front tire out and uh, and his left front tire exploded for a few laps from the end or whatever it was. And then Massa just seemed strong that weekend. And uh, I had no legs performance on him. But uh, three laps from the end, when I entered the main straight, I saw a car on the right side with the smoke coming from the engine. At first, I, I thought it was a Toro Rosso. I think I was about to lap a Toro Rosso or something. And then when I went past the car, I, I saw, wow, that was a, it looked like a Ferrari and it must be Massa. And then my engineer came to me and said, okay, three laps to go. We are leading the race. So <laughs> steady hands now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, But I have plenty of margin behind me. I think there was Timo Glock behind me. I don't know, eight or 10 seconds or something behind me. And there was there was no rush. So I just... Uh, brought the car home and I mean it didn't feel because it didn't feel like again it didn't feel like a super race it didn't feel like I deserved necessarily the victory it didn't feel anything special when I crossed the line but uh, I remember there's one particular great moment uh, in all of my career when Ron came on on the radio and said welcome to the winner's circle that was a nice moment and uh, I wasn't expecting that usually uh, my engineer is coming to my radio and congratulating but then at that point Ron was coming on the radio and that was a nice feeling. That's probably the the best memory from that weekend and from from all of my McLaren time. That particular radio call. Uh, welcome to the world of winning, Ike. Uh, first of many. Well deserved win. You finished first. You first got to finish. Well done. Wise words from the former McLaren boss Ron Dennis there. And you know you've done well when he comes on the radio to praise you. That clearly meant a lot to Hakey. And how cheeky was Lewis Hamilton in his early years, placing bets with his teammate? It's nice to hear that they got along and Hakey was very honest in his assessment of how they compared, wasn't he? So, we're almost into double digits for 30 days of Beyond the Grid. And on day 10, we'll bring you another full episode from our extensive back catalogue. So I'll speak to you then. Formula One is the greatest sport in the world. But there can be a lot to understand. Don't worry, we're here to help. I'm Katie Osborne. This is Christian Hugill. And welcome to F1 Explains. This is the official F1 podcast about how the sport really works. The drivers, the cars, the rules, the words, the risk takers, late breakers and history makers. 
that amaze and inspire us every race weekend. Hit like, follow or subscribe for new episodes every Friday as we answer your questions about F1 with the help of some very special guests. Oscar Piastri, welcome for your debut on F1 Explains. Thank you, thanks for having me. Double World Champion Mika Hakkinen, welcome to F1 Explains. Stop taking Mika, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? And by your side, a woman whose race strategy once made Sergio Perez cry. It's important for me to say tears of joy. Welcome back, Bernie Collins. Thank you so much. You've just not heard the crying ones from losing the race. <laughs> Susie Wolf joining us here on F1 Explains. What a joy to have you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me, Christian Hugill and Katie Osborne on the stage is Formula One legend David Coulthard. We'll be here across the 2024 season with current drivers and legends of the sport. Plus, insights and explanations from people you don't usually get to hear from, the unseen experts who are essential to Formula One. We need your question to put to our experts. Are you F1 Explains? (laughs) We are. love your podcast. I love F1 Explains. (laughs) Christian Newfield. And Katie Osborne. Katie Osborne. Record it as a voice note on your phone, or you can write it in an email and send it to F1Explains at F1.com. Just search for F1Explains wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll speak to you soon. Listener.